Welcome back on the next episode of The Fanatics. I'm Christian. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hold the applause, hold the applause. Freddie over here, co-host. Now, we just watched the fucking craziest... Okay, I'm not going to say the craziest game, but we just watched the fucking Heat beat the Celtics right now. And that's not how it's going to start it off. But damn, that shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know, should we start with that? Might as well. I mean, Might as well, right? Let's go off the top. Nothing scripted in this podcast. Okay. Let's just keep it going. So, we're talking about that game. Um, I thought Miami would win this game because key factor is that I don't think the Celtics have a closer. I don't see... They have amazing players with um, Tatum, Brown, Smart, um, and Kemba. I almost forgot Kemba. But... I don't see any of them like they want they'll, they they don't mind taking the last shot, but I don't feel comfortable in e- none of them taking the the most comfortable guy I see on the court to be able to take the last shot is Kemba. But I think he should have taken the last shot for the when when um Jones was on him. Yeah, when time expired, instead of giving it to Tatum, I think I mean Tatum obviously moving forward is going to be the franchise guy, the guy to go to. But in all honesty, I I think it should have been fucking Kemba. You have him on Derrick Jones. Have him do a fucking do that fucking UConn crossover and just hit it from the free throw line. Like honestly, that probably could have won them the game. Yeah, but maybe coach is trying to build um Murray's clutch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, Tatum's confidence and stuff. Yeah, build t- Tatum's confidence. It. Honestly, his, but I can see him building the confidence up, but. Like, he is going to be the main guy. I don't think the Celtics will ever get out of Tatum unless Tatum's like, hey, I'm one out. I want out. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tatum's still young. He still needs to develop a little more to hit a better shot and get, and have a go-to because I feel like he, he shows, does during, the, during, like, the first three quarters. He has a go-to. He does. He, like, but, but will when, post up and do a fadeaway. But once it's, like, the, the end of the like the end of the end game, like, he everyone thinks clamp, about it too much, I feel like. And then everyone clamps up. Yeah. Like, you, know, you notice how, like, the Heat, we're watching it right now, they were... Um, they were ready they, for they the were, double on him every yeah, like, time. They, they were getting like a leading up to like the last like two minutes. Like fucking Celtics were making buckets. They were making threes. They were making plays. Um, I think they even got like a turnover and stuff. But then like once it got to the two minutes, like the crunch time, and that's where I think the Heat excel a lot more like than than um, these other teams. And I think that's what helped them with like the Bucks. You know, beating them in five is that when it comes to crunch time, they they deliver and they know how to close out. They're all disciplined. You know, Jimmy's a great fucking leader. I'm gonna say it right now. And I already told I already told you yesterday or the other day. If the Miami Heat, and I'm going on record, if the Miami Heat win and Jimmy Butler wins the finals MVP, I'm gonna be a freaking Jimmy Butler fanboy. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Just like how our friend Ching is like a fucking day one Pelicans fan. Yeah, I'm gonna be a day one Jimmy Butler fan. Like he left. He left the Bulls, went to the Timberwolves with Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. What do you do? He's like, y'all are too soft. Y'all are privileged babies that got paid for no fucking reason. Y'all don't even win. I'm out. Goes to Philly. Goes with Embiid. Goes with the process. And says, fuck this. I'm out. Bets on himself. And now they're they're Eastern Conference Finals. Badass. Yeah. um, Fucking badass. Leading a super young team, honestly. Super young, inexperienced team besides Drogic. 
well, Drogic, uh, Crowder. Crowder, um, yeah, Crowder's pretty experienced. I mean, right? Derek Jones Jr. is not so young. Really. I mean, he's not old. Mm-hmm. He, he's like a vet, I would say. But he's not, yeah. You know. And they only got Iggy too, my bad. He got Iggy. Yeah, I'll Iggy. I'm going to lead. Iggy, but, um, Iggy, Iggy, can't you see? You were even saying in the beginning that um, when you got, because Tur- um, Christian came to the house and we were watching the game right before we started this podcast. And he's like, Jimmy only had like 12 points in the first three quarters. And he was watching the fourth quarter and he came up clutch in the fourth quarter in overtime. Yeah, he, he literally drove make- on Tatum and Tatum played incredible defense on him. Got the and one and it to go. And don't forget the shot that tied it to make him go to overtime. The fucking three that oh, he did. the three. The three he did, yeah. He, that. he didn't even look down to see where his feet were. He he was already aware of the placement. He shot it. He's not the freaking greatest free throw shooter, but I'm mean, a three-point shooter. But damn, Jimmy Butler is about one of the clutchest fucking players there is right now. No cap. Like, when they've needed him this playoff series, he's been there. Last season with the Sixers... When they needed a bucket when no one could score shit, he was hitting threes. And what did he say afterwards? He was like, you know what? I don't even like to shoot threes. I just shoot them because I have to sometimes. But he fucking still nails it when it matters. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that make sense? Like, yeah. Um, who you got in the series? I got I got Miami. And that's not because I have Miami winning because they won this first game. I had them winning prior to this. You I like seven, right? Last time we talked, I believe. I, I'll say six because I, I I said I, I was thinking six. I'll, I'll say six for sure. We both got him, and then um, yeah. I mean, I think it's gonna be a good series. Honestly, I wonder if um, I I, I mean, we're supposed to be telling you guys stuff, but I have no idea where Hayward is or how he's come how he's, he's doing. I think he's still recovering, but um, what's the matchup to watch? Do you think it's still gonna be like Jimmy Jimmy and Tatum? Pretty much. You don't see so okay. Who do you see? So do you see Tatum taking the next level in this series? Yeah. No, I don't think he can do it. No, I think he's still too young. You give him the highest probability to take over the series, mm-hmm. like for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't think that's how they win. I think this series is really it's on Kemba or Jalen Brown, honestly. In Jalen, I think Kemba and Jalen Brown because uh, Duncan Robinson didn't play in the fourth quarter. But yeah, he, he wasn't playing that good. He usually plays like in the beginning and stuff, and I think that's a matchup that fucking Jalen Brown can exploit a lot. Mm-hmm. He's much more athletic, and he's—I mean—he's a great player all around, really. Um, not nothing to take away from Duncan Robinson, but he's—he's he's a great shooter. But besides that, he's not really mm-hmm. anything else so far. Um, um, the guy to watch out on the Miami side is Tyler Hero, dude. That oh that kid God. can shoot. Dude, he, he was doing it all today. He almost had a triple double. He's fearless, mm-hmm. and he'll take the big shots contested. He doesn't care. He'll he'll and he'll make them. Like you know how mad the Celtics are because they they were one draft uh, draft spot short from drafting him. Oh really? Damn. Because I, I think there was I, I think someone said that they actually wanted to draft him, but both Miami and Bo- and uh, Boston had like the tiebreaker or something happened that. Uh, Miami got it. Mm-hmm. So then they fucking drafted Hero. And Hero is... I think Hero would have would actually have done... He would have complimented the Celtics, I think. I don't know, dude. Because he Off plays... But he, I don't think he'd see that many minutes, honestly. Who, who are you going to take, take out? I mean, on the rotation, coming like a seventh man? 
You, I like, don't know, dude. I feel like he's excelling so much being like the closer. He's not a starter, but he closes games. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. he, he's not going to close games on the Celtics. I mean, he wouldn't close game on the Celtics, but I mean. But I feel but like I, he needs those minutes to be an X factor. And that's what he's doing with Miami. He's playing incredibly good. And, and also playing with Jimmy, too. Like being being around him and his work ethic and how he's got like all these guys going. Uh, I think that, that helped him out, too. Because he saw like. Like Jimmy's like a really good example of like what a pro is. Like he fucking he gets it. Like he he fucking puts in the the work. He doesn't care that he doesn't get all the media praise or you know about being like my team. I'm gonna take all the shots. I'm gonna do everything. He he'll go into the fourth quarter with twelve points, but then like when you need him, he'll be like, all right, fuck it, bet, give me the ball. Yeah, um, we didn't talk about this, but the biggest play of the game, Tatum getting blocked by Bam. Yeah. He, and if this shit was a comic book, you would have heard, you would have saw on this shit written, said, bam, when he fucking blocked it. Yeah. Like, he... dude, that shit was fucking like. <laughs> no? No? All right. <laughs> I need to take those buttons away from you. <laughs> no, never. Um, never. Uh, Tatum had Jimmy beat. He cr- uh, just dribbled it. Dribbled, by, dribbled right by him. I, I was surprised by that. Yeah, it wasn't even like a cross. It wasn't even like a crazy move. Jimmy just like got beat. I don't know. Jimmy was like maybe flat-footed or wasn't. I don't know. Jimmy didn't think he'd drive because Tatum doesn't. In the last seconds of a game, Tatum kind of like waits till the. He like will run down the shot clock and then shoot a stupid three. You know what it kind of reminds me of in a way? Huh? Fucking Kawhi. Because Kawhi does that all the mm-hmm. time too. He mm-hmm. runs down the shot clock and then... He doesn't go to a spot. If he goes to a spot, it's game. I forget. Wasn't it uh, against the series with um, with the Mavericks, like game two or something? Yeah, he, he could have had a game winner. And he yeah, didn't get and, it. and he like ran out the shot clock, and he had, and then he shot like the a stupid mid range two. Yeah, the long two for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. He didn't ask for a thing. pick or nothing. But um, Tatum had him beat right. Yeah, he had, it looked like it looked like it, and he got jumped up aggressive, strong. No, yeah, he had that. He had that freaking power. Like, he had that mean face that on force. everything. Dude, he was ready for the fucking picture, that poster. He was going to fucking put mm-hmm. that shit on his wall and everything. Bam comes out of nowhere. Clean block. Clean. some at the rim. Clean. As clean as, like, that LeBron block that I told you about on Roy Hibbert, yeah. like, in that Eastern Conference Finals, like, what, 13? 2013? But, I don't know. I think when I was, when, now that I'm thinking about it more and more, I'm kind of wondering, like, what do you think the conversation was for, like, Jimmy and Bam, like, after the game, like, Damn. Thanks for saving my ass. <laughs> this shit would have been all bad if you didn't come. Like, yeah. I, I owe you one mm-hmm. or some shit. Well, Take that was imagine. a great game one. It's mm-hmm. going to be an intense last series, I believe. The Celtics just need to figure out who's going to close their game because right now they look lost in the, at the end of the games. Let's just keep going with NBA talk and um, move down to the game we're watching right now, actually, while we're recording this. Denver Clippers. Denver Clippers. Okay, so we all know the infamous three and one Warriors. You know, got came back on, and Denver came back on Utah. Denver. Now Denver saw themselves down three to one against the Clippers, but now the series is tied three to three, and we're currently watching Game Seven. Huh? Okay. What fun, fun fact? Do you know Murray and Jokic? Every playoff game of their career, game seven, they've gone to a game seven. They're the most experienced game seven team. They say a game seven is just like any other game to them. And I feel like 
they have their momentum going for them. The Clippers have their backs against the wall. I mean, you know, you heard what Jokic said. It was like the pressure isn't on us anymore. It's like we won two games. The pressure's on them. Like, mm-hmm. so I wonder how it's gonna be. But what do you think? That like, um, so let's say hypothetically, let's play, speak hypothetically right now. Mm-hmm. So the Clippers lose. Now, what's Kawhi's, PG's, and Doc's legacy gonna be if they lose? Mm, we already know PG. He always gets waved home. So, you, so you think he's gonna tra- he's gonna switch to another team? Like, like what you're used to seeing? Uh, I don't know if he he was gonna want to get a switch. He might get traded, honestly. Who would he, but where? I don't know, dude. I mean, where would you see him work? I mean, it doesn't matter where he work. It matters well, what they'll give him for. So they might want something. PG for uh, Westbrook. I don't even know if that helps him. PG for CP3. I don't think PC. Well, maybe CP3 might come back. I don't know. We'll see, dude. Like. I don't even think anybody would want to touch PG-13 right now. PG and sign and trade Montrezl Harrell for a Giannis and first round pick. If Milwaukee does not want to pay Giannis, which I think they would. But if Giannis doesn't want to stay, I could see that happening. I mean, they did say that they're willing to go into the luxury tax, but there was also rumor that Giannis was also looking... Like, well, he was open to, like... Look around and go somewhere else. Possibly, man. The Clippers were one of the teams that were talked about. I'll be pissed. Yeah, I'll be pissed. Um, Kawhi's legacy. I mean, I don't know. Kawhi is a a great a great player, but I feel like his legacy right now, as like the media has it, is way too overhyped. He's just been in a lucky. I mean, I'm not saying he's like he's not good. He's been in really lucky situations with the Spurs. They built the team, or like he he fit that scheme perfectly. The and then on Toronto, even, wasn't even his. It was team was for from like you know fucking it's Popovich's Parker, team, you know? Duncan, it's Popovich's team. He, and he just he, yeah. he made it work for him. And then the Raptors were in the they almost beat the Celtics. If they would have had a Kawhi, they would have beat the Celtics. And Toronto th- was still as good as they were last year almost. And if you think of it, even before Kawhi, like. They weren't a bad team. They, they they would they'd get like the first seed and stuff. The only, the only problem that they had was that the Rosen would fucking choke and so Lowry, Lowry. They would always just and disappear in the fu- and fucking playoffs. Fucking King LeBron James would just you know be like, "You guys are my sons." He'd be like, "Go away, puppies." And then Doc Rivers. I don't know. He's supposed to be a defensive minded coach, but if you're such a defensive minded coach, defensive minded team, the two best wing players, defensive wing players in the league. How the hell do you guys keep giving up 16-plus point leads in the fourth quarter against what they say is an unathletic, slow big man that I believe is the best big man in the league? So Doc Rivers keeps getting like viewed as like one of the top coaches and best coaches uh, in basketball. I mean, he's well-respected for sure because he's, he's been successful. He's won with the Celtics. And he's also like his, I mean, his winning percentage speaks for itself. But with this loss, I mean, he did have Lob City. And now he has PG and Kawhi. Do you think now if he loses, people won't view him the same? Like he won't have that same pedigree? They won't put him on that same pedestal? I don't I don't think they should. Because if you're a winning coach, if you're, if you're all the way, if you're all like that they make him sound like, he wouldn't only have one ring. True. 
And, and that's my biggest that's my biggest pet peeve with this with the Clippers is that they've the only person that's proven on that squad is Kawhi because he's one, but he's also been in great positions. So it's kind of like, all right, everyone should take a step back and and kind of like trying to see in, in what in what category they're trying to put him as because every time whenever they talk about how great Kawhi is, I feel like they try to compare him to LeBron. And he should not be even in the same conversation as LeBron. They only compare him to LeBron when he's doing good. And they'll praise him when he's playing amazing. But when he plays bad, he doesn't get nearly a quarter of the criticism LeBron James gets. So who would you compare Paul George to? Like, who who like who would you criticize him? Or Paul George gets criticized way too much, I believe. More than he, he Kawhi. Gets, more than Kawhi. When have you really heard anybody criticize Kawhi? Well, no, no, I, I'm not. I'm not questioning that. I'm just trying to think if I if like I remember. PG's been talked bad about for a while now, and it even even in, in the Indiana days. Indiana days, no, he was he was. I feel like there was nothing bad to say about him. I think right after he got traded to OKC is when it went downhill. I, also, I, because he broke his leg, dude. He broke no, his I, leg. He's been battling injuries. Like he posted on social media. Half of the stuff that he's gone through would destroy any regular person. But he's not a regular person. He's an NBA all-star. I'm not going to say superstar because I think he could have been. But he's taken the back seat since he gone to since he went to OKC. And I feel like he took too much of a back seat. I feel like he should be wanting to be a wanting to be a number one like fighting for a number one but he will always be the number two right now he's like a low two he's like i feel like he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't show that dog in them even though they say they're dogs they're all dogs they have so many dogs like my boy shannon sharp said what are they what was the what's the dog that doesn't bite yep shannon sharp says are they um like a like a dog that bites or a service animal right yeah and i don't know PG, I feel like his potential at his very best has always been, like, he scratches the surface of almost being, like, a superstar. Like, he has, this, like, he has like the skill sets that that um, that um you need to be a superstar and stuff. And he could, he, could, he could do anything. He could drive. He could shoot. Ball he handle. Ball handle. Defend. He could do everything. Everything. But not consistently. Mm-mm. And then... Jokic over here on the other side, he, okay, hands down, I have no argument against this right now, but best big man in the, in the NBA. And I, you said that That's too. That's what I just said, yeah. yeah. You said that too. Like, he, best big man in the NBA. And he could shoot the midi. I didn't give him, I didn't give him as much credit before because of the weight he had, but now that he lost his, like this much weight and like everything. He gained a little going, bit weight again though. But like, he, but he's not but not but I feel like it's it's the, still the weight. like a good weight that he cut because he like right before the NBA started again yeah he was skinny he put up a little bit more weight again he probably cut down the weight and then just added the muscle yeah but he he's like not fast but he's crafty he's crafty those Very he's a European cat he's like tra- crafty crafty he knows how to like play the game at his pace and everybody else will follow his pace it's like very few players can do that. So would you say he's the he's the main guy on the on the Denver team to lead the Denver, or would you say Murray would be 
would uh would be Murray as of right now as of, let's say as of right now and then give me your answer for long term okay as of right now I think Jokic is the leader and you think long term then it'll develop to to go to um Murray Murray yeah mm, I kind of see that I see Murray like I've seen even before these playoffs started I know I made you change your mind a little bit about Murray but I saw him coming up and like scratching the surface being like I've seen games where it showed burst and right now in the playoffs, he's done it pretty consistently. Right now, it's been a little harder because he's playing against the two best wing defenders in the league. They're they're giving him some trouble because he's a point guard. He's not as big as them. Um, but he still can get his shots here and there. But give him a couple more years, dude, and I feel like Murray would be a, a really, really great player, and he could lead Denver. Uh, I mean, I think, I mean, in the long, in the long run, because I always think that centers kind of like their regression is a lot more. Centers aren't great for that long a period of time. So I think, like, I mean, I could still see Jokic, like, because you know how Timmy, Timmy was, like, still good even at 38. Like, he wasn't Timmy of old, but he was smart. Exactly like like what you just said, Timmy. Like, he, he was not fast. He wasn't athletic. He played a little slow, but he, he he'd make teams play to their his speed, and that's exactly what I could see, you see Jokic doing. And if Jokic could... he If he brings out his level just a tick, mm-hmm. and if Murray just... His improvement, if he improves more than Jokic regresses, then, I mean, I could see that. I don't have an argument for or it. Or just as much, I mean, right? Like, so, like, say Murray improves what Jokic, like, loses. Yeah. They'd be, they'd like, be, that's what you, uh, yeah, they'd like, be like, perfect. Or, or, like, even, like, that, or even if he doesn't regress as much, but, like, Murray makes, like, a hu- like a bigger leap. Mm-hmm. I think that there's, I mean, it's still effective because they're, go- they're both playing at a very high level, and in fucking the NBA, you need a you need a really good guard. And Murray showing he can fucking shoot. I mean, obviously he can shoot, but he's and he can defend. He can shoot shots with pressure, mm-hmm. and that's something that I mean, they're Mister Game Sevens for a reason. Both those guys. I mean, shit, they should be able to shoot for with fucking pressure with all in Game Sevens, you know? Yeah. But, um, um, and right now they also have that this really great young guy, Michael Porter Jr. Oh, Michael, dude. Okay, so Michael Porter Jr. I thought when he kind of was in the media saying that they lost that game four when they when they got down three to one, I thought that was I thought that was the end of the series. I thought the locker room was gonna go to shit. I thought that their whole like mojo was gonna be out of whack. But dude, he got that block, he got that three, and he's like really been. I mean, he hasn't been playing outstanding, playing like twenty point point performances, but. He's making the plays when they matter. Yeah, he's and he, he kind of sparked the team, honestly. Like, cause you said you thought it was over after he called out the coach yeah. and like all that. Most teams, yeah, would have been like, "What the hell? You're not playing any minutes." And after that game, he didn't play that much either. But he played at the end. He got that block. He hit his clutch free throws. He hit a clutch three, and they won that game. And I think it gave them the the little motivation, the little boost that they needed. They needed the little fight. And, um, yeah, like you say, he's not dropping 20 points a game, but he's doing all the little things. And I think Mike Malone, their coach, like ha- needs to get more credit, too, because, you know, it could have been very easy for a coach to, you know, get prideful. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I'm, the, I'm the coach. Like, yeah, like, you listen to me. Like, yeah. wh- like wh- who are you to tell yeah, me how you're to, You're a like, rookie. Yeah, like, say, say your place. But I almost feel like the conversation that was had was like, hey, Rook, like, that's not the type of shit you say around here. But, mm-hmm. you know, like. I know what you're saying, but you know, th- like I feel like Mike Malone has a good understanding because even when um, 
Pat Bev was saying stuff about like flopping and everything, like he showed he had his players back. He didn't back away from it, but he was he was also kind of like uh, he had his he, he showed they had his back, but also like showed his team like don't focus on don't don't, on don't go Bev. don't yeah. don't don't fall for his traps. Don't feed in because that's all he's that's all he is. Bev's not gonna do anything else but try to get in your skin because that's the only way he's in this freaking league. What do you mean? He scores two points and gets fouled out, and also twenty claps. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot, and yells at everybody, and, and five barks. <laughs> um, oh shit. Yeah, you need to keep me away from the buns. <laughs> <laughs> Michael um, Porter Jr. like could have done it a different way. Also, calling out his coach on national TV in that interview, he could have gone up to Jokic, one of the leaders, Murray, one of the leaders, be like, "Hey, help, help, help me out. Tell coach to put me in. Like, let me prove myself. Let me give me a little bit more minutes. Give me, I and I'll and I'll make it. I'll make it happen. Like." Right now, because they were, they were, they were just doing Murray, Jokic, Murray, Jokic, and that wasn't working as as effectively as they wanted to, and they needed another form of scoring, and he could do that. He's had that back surgery before he came into the league. Yes, he's still recovering. He didn't play that much this season. I think this season he actually did. He started doing okay in the regular season, mm-hmm. but he's still young, a rookie dude. He can. He could be good. He's a tall, lengthy, good defender. He could shoot. Uh, MPJ? Yeah. He's not a great defender. He, he, I've, I've seen him um, lock, out, lock down Kawhi a couple times I mean, he, when he, he got switched. I, I mean, mean he's, he, not, he's not a defensive liability. He, he, has, he has good sequences at times, but he still needs to improve a lot more in his defense. Because he right now the thing is he's not getting targeted because he's, um, he's playing power forward. Mm-hmm. So... You know, Kawhi and, and PG, they were attack, they're attacking more, you know, the shooting guard and the small forward and going in the lane, attacking the big. So he's more of he's more coming in as, a, as the help defender sometimes. But he's I mean, he's showing that he's he's got great. He has the talent that everyone everyone thought he had. I mean, out of freaking high school, he was projected to go number one overall in the draft. And because of injury, he fell to 15 in, in freaking Denver's lap, which was, I mean, dude, I... If, if it was an opportunity for the Lakers to draft him in the end of the first round, dude, yeah, I would have loved that because at that point, when you're drafting someone at the end of the round, you're just kind of taking a chance on anyone. Mm-hmm. And you take a chance on a former number one overall, like, projected pick, why that? Why not? Especially That's since what... we can't shoot. <laughs> um, who you got? Who you got tonight? And tonight, why? Okay. Got Denver. You got Denver. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be bold. I'm gonna be bold, and I'm gonna say I have Denver, even though right now they're down six. I got Denver because they showed that no matter how much they're down, that they're willing to fight. During that last game seven against Utah, dude, like you know Murray was exhausted, and I'm not sure if it was the game six also, but he was exhausted, and when he showed his Breonna Taylor shoes, but he, you can tell that. He left everything he had on that court. Given so did Donovan Mitchell, but right now focusing on on Denver. But he he left everything on there. Like he was exhausted, and you can tell that you know they want this bad. And the Clippers, I'm not saying they don't want it, but 
you can't be turning the switch on and off like that, like back and forth. Like if you're that team, you need to freaking wake the hell up and you need to like go ahead and do it. Like you need to just close it out. Five games, gentlemen sweep. Like you're good enough to do it. Why not? You're good enough to be um, the Mavericks in five. There's no reason why you came down to that Dantich buzzer beater. Um, so I, you know, I'm gonna go with them, you know, because they've been tested. When push comes to shove, they're not afraid of it. And Clippers, they look a little shaky towards the end of the games. I don't really trust it. Like, like I said, PG's never been tested. He's never been. He's never been to. Uh, a final or anything and whenever it's been you know clutch moments sad to say but he has faltered like Jokic hit that freaking bucket on him I forget was it two games ago mm-hmm. I think so Dame hit that freaking buzzer beater on him and like dude people are just getting way too comfortable just hitting like freaking buckets in his face yeah and that's for someone who's supposed to be like one of that's supposed to be a great defender and an all-team defender mm-hmm um, well, I got the Clippers, of course, because they're they the Clippers. They won't. They they can't. They they they're not gonna lose. It's. I feel like, in a way, it's gonna look like it's true tonight that they can turn on the switch whenever they want. But I don't believe that narrative of them. I feel like just right now they're like, oh shit, we messed up. We need to win this game now. And they are the best team on paper in the playoffs that remain. Most deep team, really well coached, even though they're blowing leads. And I think they'll show it tonight. They'll they'll win tonight. Um, Kawhi is going to will the team defensively and offensively. And... I just don't see Denver. I I mean, I want Denver to win, but I I, I mean, like I, see, I, I, I feel like, I feel like there's no way the Clippers can really blow that three one lead. Like I I just don't I don't know how to explain it. I just know it's not gonna happen. I want it to happen. I want Denver to win, but then I I want them to win just because I want the Clippers to like not lose. Just to I mean, because I I would love the Lakers to beat the Clippers in the playoffs. I don't want people to be like, oh, the Lakers dodged the Clippers. They got lucky if we beat Denver, obviously. If we play Denver, we beat them. All oh, Lakers got lucky. They didn't I play the Clippers. Know. I wouldn't say it's as, it's as easy as that. No, I'm saying I'm not saying it's easy either because Denver's raw, dude. I mean, yeah, Denver's got some talent. JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard are going to have some trouble guarding Jokic. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be easy to beat Denver. But everybody all this year wanted the Clipper-Laker matchup in the Western Conference Finals. It could happen, and I think it's gonna happen. I think there's no way it doesn't happen. I don't know. You know, you know what I'm kind of feeling. Mm. Remember how in 2008, when the Lakers made, you know, made the finals, mm-hmm. and 2009, and 2010. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not to brag, you know, not to brag. I mean, it's been ten years. <laughs> We're about to end the streak, okay? We're about to end it, but. Back then, everyone wanted the Kobe and LeBron matchup, and it never happened. Never in the finals did it happen, and everyone was so pissed because that was when it was supposed to happen. Dwight stopped it. Fucking Dwight, yeah. And now he's with the Lakers. 
I don't know. I kind of have the impression that everyone's looking forward to this Clippers and Lakers matchup the whole entire year. Like, every team was written off. Like, you know. Uh, it was going to be Lakers-Clippers, Western Conference Final, since the beginning of the season. But before anything happened, before anyone even, before AD and LeBron even played one minute on mm-hmm. the fucking court. Like, that's what Or was, Kawhi and Paul George, you know. Yeah. That's what everybody says. That's going to happen. And then either. And then, my, and then Milwaukee was going to be the last... Miami, whoever Miami or my bad, Milwaukee and whoever won the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, that was it. That was it, and it was done. Look what happened. Milwaukee's not in anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm kind of like. This year, 2020 has been so crazy. Like the unexpected has happened. Like, did you really expect Miami and the Celtics to be in the Eastern Conference Finals? Apart from like all the random shit that's been happening in 2020. No, you Since did the it. Beginning of the season. No, you no, didn't. No, no, no. But you in the bubble, I, I knew Miami was going to do it. In Miami, I had, I I had, mean, a, in I the had bubble, a good... In the bubble, I knew Miami had a great shot. I mean, dude, in, shit. I, I think in my uh, my bubble regular season, those eight games, I, I mean, I had Miami going 7-1, and one, but, you know, they just said, no, we're not doing that, but we're just going to show you that in the playoffs, we're going to do good. I'm just going to make you look stupid during a recording. Yeah, because I said Miami is 7 against the Bucks. And yeah. Five. Like, I, I mean, I knew Miami was a great team. Just because how Jimmy, like, back to what we said, Jimmy can lead the team great. Everybody's listening. Everybody's trying to prove themselves, and it's cool. Right now, on the Clippers, I don't see a leader. No. I don't see a leader. I think and if that's you, what's hurting them, too. I think their mistake was they went for Paul George because, you know, theoretically, he's a great player. He's a defensive player. He's, he's basically a player that no matter what team you have, he can fit. He's a uh, he's compatible to a lot of teams, but unlike Westbrook, Westbrook isn't. So, I think you know, given his skill sets and the ability that he has to you know put the you know put the ball on the floor, uh, dribble, pass, shoot, you know he and the idea is great. He can defend, but he's never shown to like really take the team over the hump or really have been that X factor. Not even like you know last year with the. With, like, you know, Thunder and, and the Trailblazers. Bombs away. What do you do? Send your ass to fucking uh, to Clipperland. So, I think Jimmy Butler would have been that bigger leader. But that's discussion for another time. Um, So, I guess we're going to just agree to disagree. I got Clips. I got Den Burr. All right. Like, say, um, whoever wins owes a talk hand for the next podcast. Down. All right. Let's move on to a just this is going to be a little fun segment. We're going to do um just little it's going to be all over the place. Little things we um want to talk about about the NBA before we move on to fantasy football. So, we'll pick a couple of topics. You you start one. Okay, so we're going to call it we're going to call this segment called uh should he stay or should he go? And you're, so I'm going to ask you and you're going to answer. Give me your input. Okay, first one I have for you is the Milwaukee Bucks so they agreed and they met with um so they met with Giannis and they agreed okay you know what we're willing to go and spend through the luxury tax to bring some talent in in order to keep them which is smart because Giannis brings so much revenue and like Milwaukee needs him like they need him for for a whole lot of different things like the economy goes down without him in Milwaukee they're never going to get a player back in a trade that's going to be it's going to have the same return so, with that being said, them going to them being willing to go into the luxury tax, is Giannis going to stay or do you see him going? 
Giannis should leave if he wants to win. I don't want him to leave. And the best place for him to leave too, and the team that can trade and give the best trade for him. Ooh, I like where this is going. Are the Golden State Warriors. I hate and you. I, Never mind. And I hate it. Never mind. And tell me this does not. Are you making a trade ra- package right now? Yes. To tell me this does not raise the Milwaukee Bucks' eyes. Okay, now you got me interested. Giannis. Uh-huh. For the Warriors' number one pick. Oh, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Their future top three protected pick from the Timberwolves. Oh, Wiggins, and if they want Draymond to give it to them, and they'll get back Giannis and some players they want to get rid of that are taking up money. I think the better, I think instead of Draymond, because that's gonna be a lot of money. I wonder if instead of Draymond, they would want what if Draymond and Pascal? Pascal, oh, uh, they're, oh, they're rookie this year. Draymond and Pascal and not Wiggins? No, and, and Wiggins. Pascal doesn't make that much money. I think he... Oh, yeah. not Draymond. Are you saying not Draymond? I mean... You said he makes too much money? I mean, I don't know what their numbers are, but... But I'm just I, saying, I like, um, if they want... I know Wiggins makes a lot. But, it, like, it could just be Wiggins, the uh, the two picks, and, like you said, um that guy, um Pas- Pascal? Or whatever? Uh, Pascal? Eric, Eric Pascal, I think. That yeah. guy for Giannis, and... um. What's it called? Like, if money doesn't match, give Milwaukee gives up a player they don't want to keep that's taking up cap space. And I think the Warriors are more than happy to do that, and it breaks the NBA again. But that's how I could see Giannis winning. And why wouldn't he want to go to San Francisco, California? I mean, that's where, that's where we're at. I know. Why wouldn't he want to go there? You want to visit, you want to visit us, Giannis? I don't want you to, Giannis, but that's my hot take, and that's what I think is going to happen if Giannis requests a trade. Giannis, if you're listening to this, stop listening to this. Don't listen to this man. Don't go to the Warriors. I don't want to hear it, okay? This. What do you think about Giannis? Giannis? Will he stay or will he go? I like your point. I think he, if he wants to win, he needs to... I don't know. I think it's the, it depends. I think it depends uh, if they get CP... Or they just need to, they need to find a way to get rid of Bledsoe and to get a better point guard. And I don't know. I, I think, honestly, if he wants to win, he needs to go somewhere else. Because the way that the team is constructed, like, it, it, they should be able to compete. But, you know, like, they're not the definite frontrunners in the East. I don't not see anymore. It. I don't, I don't I don't see that they are because I mean dude Celtics like the past couple years have just been like slowly climbing upwards with talent. So I agree. He should go. Or one other thing that I wanted to mention, because I've been looking at the numbers a little bit. hmm If he stays and plays out of contract, he can go to Miami. Okay. Sign freely over there if they don't max out BAM. And Bam's, not, Bam's like two years in. I don't think he's up for an extension. Until okay, like, I'm just saying. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how that goes because Bam is a baller. They got a bunch okay. of young players. The only guys playing making money is Jimmy and Dragic, and Dragic is about a contract's about to end. I think. Yep. Let him maybe, maybe after this series or after this season, suck one year, or not play as great. Get a good pick, 
and he can go sign over there where there is no taxes no state taxes also lakers could have a shot at them if the cap stays at where it's at because we smartly didn't sign players to long-term deals like we did before with stupid luol dang and timothy mozgov you're crazy right now we are not signing Giannis. i do not see that happening kareem Adjuba, uh, kareem part two you are a, a wizard and i don't like this game you're making it can me, happen you're bringing too money many it can money it can happen you but are obviously it's a long stretch but money will work if the salary cap stays where it's at that is not fair you know i'm not becoming a heat bandwagon because of jimmy and then you say the lakers i don't like this he should go i can make you hate the miami they're gonna get ad and i'm gonna cry no shut up we're moving on <laughs> next one okay westbrook and the rockets um does he stay or does he go who westbrook westbrook I don't, I don't see how he leaves. I don't see how I don't see how he leaves. I don't no? see who wants Westbrook. For what the if money you, he's making? For the money that he's making, you wouldn't oh. you wouldn't you wouldn't try to trade back for CP three. <laughs> I mean, if they would want him, I'd do it at a heartbeat. You don't. You wouldn't try to trade uh, the Thunder for Shea Gildress Alexander. <laughs> I don't know. I think one of their I think Westbrook's hearts? money's too hard to move. I think. Um, let's see. It, uh, well, I mean, an Eastern Conference coach, and I saw this on Hoops Hype. So an Eastern Conference coach said that he doesn't compliment anyone that he plays with. That no ma- that he's just a, he's a great talent, but he just, no matter what team he's on, he just doesn't compliment other players. I think, West, is, it, is it fair to say that Westbrook, if he was a big, like if he was playing in the big three, he'd be probably like the all-time legend? Yeah. He's a me, me guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I think I think he should go for the sake of the Rockets. I don't, like you, I don't see who the hell would take him. So. All right, let's wrap it up and do one more of these before we go to fantasy. You pick the last one. Okay, so last one. I'm going to get juicy. Okay, last one. Um, Eric Bledsoe. In the Bucks, does he stay with the Bucks, or do the Bucks move on from him? Do they go for CP3? I would if they were them. Or do they go for someone else? I'd go. For, I'd try to find a better point guard. Maybe even Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Yep. They need a. They need. But you're. Gonna, but you're gonna. Then you'll. You'll have two players basically the same size that basically want to do the same thing: handle the ball. That aren't great shooters from outside. True. True. I, I, mean, see I think CP3 is the best bet for them if they could get him. But, I mean, I think Bledsoe makes a good amount of money. So, maybe. You don't see uh, they could just trade away Bledsoe for... No. Let's trade away Bledsoe and um, Chris Middleton for Bradley Beal. And another player, and then you sign Fred Van Vliet as a free agent. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. Maybe Beal. I'd like, I like Beal getting traded anywhere. I think Beal could still be moved, even though he makes a good amount of money. I mean, the, the, the one I, I like the most originally, because I just threw the Beal one in there. 
Drew Holiday to in in uh, a swap for Drew Holiday and Bledsoe, because uh, Drew Holiday still plays excellent defense. They'll they'll be way better with Drew Holiday. They'll be way better. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more. I want to do one more. Okay, Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid? Who gets traded? Who stays? Who goes? Or both? Depends who wants to get traded. Okay, let's just say hypothetical. Let's say you're the you are the GM. You who are would I trade. You are the the Sixers GM. Who do you trade? I trade away Ben Simmons. Any anyone in particular in mind that I try to go for right now to mm-hmm. compliment the Sixers? Yeah. Do you bring back Drew Ho- Drew Holiday to the Sixers? Do you go for CP? Do you go for a Bledsoe? I'd go for. Do you say maybe, I'm a, maybe Beal for Beal? Hmm. Or or I've been I've been seeing this one rumored around. I'd go for Wiggins and the Warriors first pick for Ben. Yeah. I don't like this game anymore. You know, you made this not fun. You keep bringing up the Warriors and these actual trades that can work. And I'm not, now I'm getting I scared. Mean, that's what I'm here for. I'm trying to tell you like things that could possibly happen. I know. I'm just, I just don't like the, I, I, don't, I don't like the Warriors. And I know the Warriors are going to make a move to be on top again. No, they are. I mean, they, they haven't been here like right now. So everyone's getting like really scared about it. So anyways, moving on to the last NBA topic before we get to our NFL fantasy things to wrap it up because we're gonna end this we're gonna end this differently we're gonna we're gonna end up with a little little fantasy talk a little briefly but now lakers they beat so they beat the rockets a little recap so they beat the rockets no daniel house they beat them in five games daniel house who had a covid tester for multiple hours who was unauthorized in his hotel room got in trouble that which led to Freaking playoff Rondo coming out in the Caruso happening. Now they're now they're waiting for the Clippers in Denver in Denver. Do you so do you think the Lakers look much sharper now? Or was it just that they were losing that the Rockets were losing players and they just looked better? It's a foreshadowing that their play with Caruso fucking actually make actually making shots and getting the block and Rondo just playing very well and Marquise Morris knocking down three pointers. Do you, is that something to be excited about? Um, Rondo is excited to be, to, we should be excited to see Rondo because he came back this series, correct? Yeah. He was still getting his legs. Right uh-huh. now, he's good. He fought, he fought that hand injury. He is what I wanted him to be in the playoffs because him and Rondo and Anthony Davis looked incredibly good on the Pelicans. And now you have LeBron James there. Caruso, Caruso's been balling. Lakers are starting to pick up momentum. And I thought the Rockets were going to give them a little more trouble with their small fastball. But the Lakers are really lengthy. Um, I see the Lakers losing game one, whoever they play against next series. I could see that. Because they, they've been resting a good amount. They, they lose every game one. They lost against Portland. They, they lost against uh, Rockets. the Rockets. Um. I just can't wait to see the Lakers play on Saturday. Or is it Friday? I can't remember. Uh, I, think, I think it might be Friday. 
Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday. They get two. They get now. I don't know why they, they get two days off when the the Denver didn't only got one day off last time. I don't know. I, I can be wrong too. No, it's two days off this time. It's kind of um, it's crazy. So I mean, were the, were the Lakers really okay? So you think the Lakers were really that much better than the Rockets, or were the Rockets just playing that much worse than what they were? The Lakers are better than the Rockets, but the Rockets play, they didn't play as good as they could. Have. Yeah, I, I think it's ridiculous how it's always. I mean, I think it happened last year too, where the Rockets are always, for some reason, some some way, shape, or form, one piece away. And just yeah, lost the coach. one piece away is the that the NBA cancels the playoffs and whoever plays the best in the regular season wins the championship. I mean, even at that, they don't even freaking they don't even have the best record out in, in the don't. in the West. But they play really good in the regular season. They do. It's hard to beat them, but. Lakers and Clippers next round is what you got. I got Lakers in, in Denver. We're going to see after this game. It's halftime on the Denver Lake, and Clippers Laker game. Laker beats b- both teams in six. Both teams in six. Yep. Whoever you said it, it here. Whoever it is. It's on record right now. Whoever it is in six. I'm going to just wait to see who they play. Doesn't matter. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go and just wait until I see. Come on. Don't, don't, be, don't be scared. Look who's having trouble with the buttons now. You put away the cheat sheet. Oh, I did, huh? Oh, shit. Well, it's not my fault. You should have your own cheat sheet. Man, I thought freaking purple would be scary, but it wasn't. <laughs> Spooky Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Spooky Kev. Spooky Kev. Okay. Um. So, quick break, and we're going to come back, wrap it up with some fantasy football. Okay. So, we just had first week of fantasy football happen. And Go Browns. They took a they took a big uh you know what Odell <laughs> on your chest because they couldn't get a freaking ball to go in your hands at all. Uh, yeah, so first week happened. I'm excited. So finally excited that football came back because you know as much as I love the NBA, like you know football is a different type of like I don't know. It's it's nice having more variety, keeping it fresh. Did we record after Thursday night? No, right. No, 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 we didn't. Okay, sorry. No. I should be better prepared, but opening night. Opening night was great. It was. Um, Hilarious showed that he was a hell of a player. Yeah. Um, I was really disappointed in the Chiefs. Not, I don't even, I mean, I guess they were all Chiefs fans, technically, because it was a home game. I was surprised there was fans there, first of all. Uh, 20% capacity? 20, 30%, something like that. Something like that. Not that much. Oh, it was still like 16,000. Yeah. Um, But when they did the... Equality stand in the middle of the field, you could hear booze. What is wrong with people? Oh, yeah. What more do you want? I mean, oh, yeah, when they're they not disrespecting the flag there. They just want to show that the world is fucked up and people are too hard headed to know. Yeah. To get that, to get that, to understand that shit's not fair. Shit's not, it will never be fair, but we have a big problem in the world and people can't just open their eyes. Like, you know, it's, when they when they gathered in the middle of the field for unity, I think uh, I'm not sure what player it was on the. I think it was JJ Watt. He said, you know, he said he like how he how surprised he was with the response from it of the booze, and you know, it just kind of shows that's not really so much about the flag and kneeling about it. It's just that you know, there's these ideologies that people just have a hard time understanding. You know, whether you have your, whether you agree with it, whether you don't agree with it, if you're going to say it's about the flag and it's a, and kneeling is, is disrespecting it, then 
What are you to say about those that gather with their arms locked? Is that also disrespecting it? Be or is it because they didn't have their hands over their heart? I mean, if you look at Jerry Jones, his hand was barely over his heart. He looked like Palpatine from Star Wars. He, he it looked like he was just like, you know, he had like a hard time lifting that, that sucker and just barely put it up there. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. Um, But, you know, it, it still was like a really... A really great game, though. I mean, hell of a first game to start off the season. Mahomes got me only 20 points, which I was kind of disappointed. I was but pissed. he might have... I think he had the, what, s top three quarterback games? In the whole games, week? Games, not fantasy games, the whole week. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, Aaron Rodgers came back and showed people he ain't watched. Aaron Rodgers played great. He did. He did. I mean, I have Devontae Adams on my fantasy team. I kept saying the whole entire time, I don't want Devontae. I was mad that I got Devontae again because last year I, I I got him off a of queue. This year I was singing happy birthday to my dad. And then all of a sudden, auto-drafted Devontae. But, dude, he carried that team. He, he got more t more points than, uh, than Mahomes for me. He got like 35 points. He got like two tugs and like over 100 yards. I think he only got like eight targets too or something. He, he didn't get like a huge amount. He just, after the catch, Devontae's sick. Just look at the footwork. Freaking yeah, it looks like he's healed up from his turf toe from last year. That was troubling. He missed a lot of games. I had him last year. Mm-hmm. Well, I came out winning this week. First week, one to know. I was the last pick in the draft, so I got waiver wire one. Looking to bolster this freaking team up because... I like my starting lineup. I do. But then everything after that, I'm kind of... Sh ugh, ugh. I don't know how I feel about that. And if I'm like one or two guys from getting hurt to just, you know... I'm not looking too sharp. I hate my team. What pick were you? Number two. And Saquon laid a fat egg for me with nine points. He should have laid that fat egg on Odell. <laughs> All right. Um, Saquon played, didn't play great, but also he played against the Pittsburgh defense, which has been a good defense ever since they got um, the defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. um, I sat Ridley from Atlanta because I thought Le'Veon would do better. Le'Veon got me five points and got hurt. Ridley got me almost 30 points on my bench. He, he got, yeah. <laughs> I lost by like nine. Um, What else? You like that. We had Zach Moss who had like 10 points. On the bench too. I mean, you would have had him instead of freaking Le'Veon Bell. That's five points. I would have been closer. Um, I had Allen, Jared, Josh Allen on my bench and he did good too. Aaron Rodgers, I was him in and hauling off starting him or not because he was projected to not get that much points and everybody was writing him off and this and that. But I played him. He balled. He had 30 points for me. But, I mean, if you think about it, though, like this past week that we had, and I'm going to run through the scores really quick. So, um, yeah, me, me and the other Christian, Shaq, oh, I, I beat him 153 to 92. Uh, Ching got his brother, Jesus, 80 to 76. That was like the low, lowest scoring game in the fantasy. Um, then you had uh, Perp and who's baby Chark Char Doodoo? Overall's best friend, Allen. Oh, my God. 
Anyways. Yeah, I mean, so Perp won 136 to 116. You lost 133 to 143. Oh, 143 exactly to I love you from Maddie. I know. Maddie beat you and he said I loved you at the same time. You realize that. Wait, what? 143. 143 means I love oh, you. Oh, yeah. Right? And I then know. Javier beat Alvaro 126 to 110. Um, Dude, just looking at this. I mean, dude, just the scores right there. I had the highest at 153, but still though, like Maddie had the second highest. You like you guys did very well this week, so I don't think it's anything to be like down. My on. defense got me 15 points, which is amazing. You're you're the third highest scoring guy on in the this this past week, and I I would have probably been number one if I would have played the right players. But well, you can never guess that in no, fantasy. You can't. It's, it's always luck. fantasy is luck. Yeah, it's 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 luck. Luck and knowledge, honestly. Yeah, you, but you know you. The shitty part, you had the third highest, and you lost against the second highest. So you, any, mm-hmm. anyone besides, anybody else, I would have beat. Anyone besides me and Maddie, you would have beat. Mm-hmm. So it's not like your team really did that bad. If I mean, the only te- team that did bad was freaking Ching and, and Jesus. Yeah. Um, they, they really struggled. Yeah. But, I mean. And I also had to play against Juju. And you know how Juju beat you in your other league, yeah, too. Yeah, he beat me in my other league. That, okay. We're not talking about that. I lost in that one. Pretty pissed. Um, also, I want to just bring this up because I mean, I'm, I'm an asshole and, um, I talked about it last, last, uh, last podcast. I told you the Niners are going to lose and I told you to bet your whole bank account on the next game because the Niners will win. I'm not going to do it. Hopkins looks amazing. Hopkins always looked amazing. In Arizona, in Arizona. I didn't think he'd look that good right away, but he looked great. Yeah, but you and know. what I like about him is like and dislike because it could go it could go bad real quick. Uh huh. He'll tell his QB and his coach, "Give me the damn ball. Look at me. I saw it in the game. He was getting upset that he wasn't getting the ball. You want to know what else I saw in the game? Mm. I saw Kyler Murray throw himself as like running super low and then being like, "Oh yeah, let me late hit. Oh, I'm about to get on the on the I floor mean, to get late hit." And I, then he runs for that TD in that third quarter. I mean, goes, Arizona goes, and the refs beat you guys. Go, go, and they did. He goes up, goes <laughs> out the middle, go, takes a takes a right, and then I think there was like a, there was like a, uh, a Cardinals player that was holding one of the Niners. Uh, I'm not sure if it was if it was a safety or a DB. Oh yeah, right, right in the middle. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember right, that. Right in the middle, and I was like, "What the hell?" Oh my god, that's like so blatantly obvious. Like right there. Like why? Why are they not calling that? They're calling literally everything, every freaking call that the Cardinals were, you know, bitching about. They were just giving them the call. No, for but, sure. Uh, we can't win it. We can't win all of them. I mean, besides, no Debo. Um, Jimmy can't fucking throw. I've been target saying this forever right now because he literally not right now. He he, he like almost caused. <laughs> he George almost Kittle. broke George Kittle. He almost made George Kittle break himself. Is how stupid he threw it. And he had chances to win the game, but he throw it like you said too behind the player. He doesn't throw the ball where it needs to be. He does. He does. I know. And. I've been saying this. You guys are a QB away from being incredibly great. We're like a freaking receiver away. Uh, QB, because the QB needs to throw it to the receiver. Yeah. <laughs> we got um, Nate Mullins, though. Now you guys, now you guys got Sanu. We have Nate Mullins. We have Sanu, but we have Nate Mullins. Um, I believe in him. Who who won in our results? In our results? Yeah. For what? Remember we said our results for our pick'em? Do you know off the top of your head who won? Ooh. On top of my head, I um, I already know I beat you with the Niner pick because you picked the Niners. No, yeah, you, you you beat me. You beat me there. I mean, I think if I run if I run through it, yeah, um, let's, let's see real quick. 
Which if, I, if I run through it, then it's I had. Uh, I know I had. Just more pick that, the ones you got wrong. That I got wrong, and then I'll take a look at the ones that I got wrong. Okay, so the ones that I got wrong was Jets wrong because you got the Jets wrong. So right? I had the line. So I had Lions winning. That was wrong. I got that one right. Did you pick the Jets beating Buffalo? I, I picked. Wait, no, Buffalo did win. My bad. So no, yeah. So I had the ones that got wrong. So Lions. Um, I had Lions winning. That was wrong. I had the Eagles winning. That was wrong. I got that one wrong. Carolina too. winning. That was wrong. I got that one right. Colts winning. That was wrong. I got that one wrong. Um, Bucks winning. That was wrong. I got that one wrong too. Uh, SF winning. That was wrong. And the Giants winning. That was wrong. Honestly, I shouldn't have picked the Giants. I just wanted to be bold <laughs> and, and and just freaking hope that Saquon was just gonna go off and put the team on his back. But that didn't happen. Yeah, I think I won this one. Yeah. Yeah. You you definitely beat me on that one. I'll keep better track of it next time, but I'm pretty, I mean, we can, you know, which ones you got. I know which ones I got. So we can, we can do the score and then just kind of keep, keep track of them each and every week and add them up total and see who gets the, the total amount correct for the whole season. Mm-hmm. And, um, I play one of our great friends, um, of our own this week and we'll see how that goes. One of us is one of, me and him. We're talking about it. One of us is at least going to get a win. So that's our positive because we're both. We both started 0-1. Yeah, we did. And what do you got this week? This week? This week, I have Jesus. Okay. I have Chui. I have, yeah, I have... Uh, Ching's I, older brother. Yeah, Ching's older brother, uh, Chui. So I have him. I mean, I'm just hoping none of my players get hurt, and they freaking smack like this this past week, because Chui yeah. had the lowest scoring points, I think, this past week. I think he, has, he was the one that's got 76. Well, with your luck? <laughs> but with my luck, I'll probably get dead-ass 50. But we'll but we'll keep I up mean, on that. Yeah. And uh and stay tuned. We'll have more. I think next episode we'll have we'll have a little bit more uh more football talk. Oh yeah, and I already offered the, my whole league Saquon, whoever wants to trade the best the best package for Saquon. Devontae? No. Okay, okay, okay. Devontae and Mahomes. For Saquon. No. Okay, okay, okay hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Devontae Saquon and Emmanuel Sanders. Devontae Saquon and Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, Devontae... No. <laughs> I'm going to trade him back to you. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. <laughs> you, you, you drive a hard bargain, God Christian. Damn, but I'm down. Damn. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. Anyways, that's enough for me. That's enough from us. Tune in next time and keep up with the Twitter page. Thank, thank you for all the support, those of you guys listening. And see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.